The White House a couple weeks ago made a mandate that they were going to uh, make a requirement for web services, you know, websites and other things that use security to uh, use what's called second auth. Second auth is when it were SMS or 2FA, which is, it all means the same thing. It's a process when you're trying to log on to a website, you go out to the website, you put your username and password in, and then the website sends you a text message with a code that you need to enter into the website to continue and finalize the process of logging in. That process is what we're going to discuss here on the Insecurity Brief. This is the Insecurity Brief podcast. It features tech news and analysis throughout the world. This podcast is made possible through advertising and listeners like you. We need your help. Please subscribe. We know you are out there. If you can't donate, please share this program. We We depend depend on on you. you. So there's a lot of talk out there about uh, giving your cell phone number to big data and also why you want to do this or go through this. It's often called second auth um, or 2FA. But one of the things is these companies want to track everything you do. And, you know, I, I get it. When I talk about securing your stuff, one of the most important things you can do is separate physical device, your banking activity from your regular telephone and the devices that you use for social media. Completely separate the uh, websites from actively being on the same device. The second thing that you need to do is separate the phone numbers for these. As we move into second auth or 2FA, and as a requirement for many websites, uh, Google uh, a couple weeks ago announced that they were going to require second auth for their services. Twitter's been that way. Facebook's been that way since the beginning. And Facebook also exposed your, fa- your phone number to countless numbers of other websites and things. So they were trying to act as the security mechanism. I hope that you didn't authenticate with anything with using Facebook or Twitter to be your author authorization. And Google, we were romanced with these things. They broke. Horrible, horrible decision to use it. I digress. So how about all this second auth stuff? Well, first of all, Google, Facebook, Twitter, um, the music channels, the cable providers, they all are in bed together ripping you off. Every one of them is collecting data on you and selling it into the abyss. So collectively, uh, if you've got a cable provider's phone number, meaning you've got a phone from them because some of the ISPs are doing that now. Um, there's no hope for you. Um, sorry. Uh, you might, 
you might want to, uh, to secure yourself, you can't use your own device. You're going to need to go elsewhere. And maybe we'll touch on pieces of that today. But that's not really my intention. My intention is this, that all these, device, all these companies want your cell phone number so that they can flip the GPS on on your phone and use and know where you're at. That's part of it. But the other part of it is that for securing your stuff, they want to make sure that you are actually you. There are tons of automated programs that are out there that actively break into things. Bots break into things all the time. And somebody that um, somebody made a video that I watched this morning that is younger than I am in the security realm, has a lot more followers than I do, and he talked about this and he left out some important details. I'm going to talk about what he did. His name's Joe. I'll put him in the uh, show description too. I suggest you follow his channel. Interesting stuff. Like I said, just a tad naive. What he talked about was the fact that so many sites got hacked in the past. And this is very true. Lots of sites have been compromised. The data right now is in the billions of records. And people's accounts, meaning their usernames and passwords, are in these lists that are available really to check and make sure that you're not using the same password on some other site. Uh, there are a ton of people that do use the same password over and over again. One of the glaring examples came out from the pandemic. If you remember, there were stories that were running all over the internet and on national news that little elementary school children it switched over to zoom their teacher was giving a demonstration and suddenly pornography would pop onto the screen and she didn't know how that did it what happened is a lot of those teachers used the same credential that had been hacked from various websites including dating sites and used the same password on zoom and it was called password surfing back then. <laughs> this, this occurred over and over and over again. And really what Zoom did was two things. It pushed out 2FA and it also forced a number of people to change their passwords. There was a, there was a big incident on this way back when. But is 2FA really safer? And does it secure everything? There's a couple good things about it, and there's a whole bunch of bad things about giving your number, your real cell phone number, to social media. I have separate devices for social media and my phone, so I've got different numbers associated with these. Now, one of the things is that, that you have to remember is that ABC or Google, ABC is the name of the um, alphabet, is the name of the parent company for Google. Um, these guys are all in bed with each other. So what you can do is Google actually has a free phone number that it'll give you with its voice product. Microsoft has one for Skype, but you have to pay for it. And there's a few others, but all of these 
online social media, aka services, they're all in bed together. I said that before, but I want to stress that if you have a phone number with these systems, that means two things. One, if you get a number with these, you can assign it to your phone number. So if anybody calls that number, it goes to your device. The other is that you can log on with the web and receive your text messages. You can also put the app on your phone and your real phone or your social media device or both of them and get the text messages there for authenticating for 2FA. The reason that I recommend that is that I don't want my bank to have the same phone number as Google or my social media accounts because of this. If somebody's going to break into my bank account, they have a second number that is not in the data troves. In other words, they're going to have a different phone number lookup that they may or may not have for all of social media. Now, is it too late to switch numbers? Not at all. If you want to set this up, and there are some options. Google is not the only option out there. There's a company out there called Twillo, T-W-I-L-O. I'll put that in a link also. Twillo also will sell you a, uh, sell a separate uh, number, and you can receive text messages and actually, it, what you get through them is a real phone number. It's a little difficult to set up. You can uh, look for it in the search engines and how to uh, set things up and use it. But the point is, with these services, these are not tied to your cell phone. You, there are other ways to deal with the uh, Twitters and uh, pieces of social media and that is also getting a real cell phone number a uh, separate number with a separate service and slide the chip in uh, off to the thing so that it knows who you are and then pull the chip out and put your regular chip back in but these processes all cost money I mean one of them that's out there uh, is Red Pocket Mobile I use them too and their lowest one is a hundred bucks a year. You get unlimited calls and text. You get a new phone number assigned to that chip. I slide it in my phone, I use it, and I slide it back out and throw it in a drawer. That number is my number and it's available anytime I throw the chip in. If you redirect your text messages for a phone number and do SMS forwarding, you can also get uh, the text messages from that device. I don't have that on it. I just use it for a, a specific reason. And that's why um, I want to recommend to you to get a service like Google and give Google that ID number. Google has on the Android moved over to uh, an app that asks if it was you uh, Apple does the same thing for your Apple device. It'll cover your phone and it doesn't involve SMS. It's just core to them. But what about all these other services that are out there like the banks? 
using a separate phone number with a bank and separate email address will limit your exposure to a lot of these things. Um, and I'm going to stop right here and go back and talk more about SMS and sending codes because there's some things going on right now that you just wouldn't believe. The first is that there's a group that are out there that are attacking through what's called man in the middle. There was a, um, there was a study that was done with uh, Palo Alto Networks and uh, Stony Brook University. Uh, they released a study about uh, catching uh, what are called man-in-the-middle attacks. Now, the way that a man-in-the-middle attack works is that somebody downloads the... an attacker will download a fake copy of a popular website. What I mean by that is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Google, Amazon, a uh, number of banks. If you want to see all of these, there's a um, there's two projects out there. One is called uh, Open Fish and Fish Tank. And I'll put those in the show notes. You can see uh, just clicking on those links. And by the way, I'm going to make a podcast about links and clicking on links and how to research them. Uh, that's coming up in uh, probably the next week or so. But um, what you can do is look at these links and you can actually see all the fraudulent websites that have been captured and currently updated. So when major banks update their web code, these fraudsters actually update the web code in the zip file that you can download, put onto a server, Turns out that Amazon, Microsoft, DigitalOcean, uh, GoDaddy, and um, Microsoft, who are all also ISPs, have been hosting some of these criminal gangs and these fraudulent websites. One of the things that's popular or new that was done in this study is that fraudsters are taking into consideration the 2FA thing. In other words, they will, on the fraud site, uh, trick you to go to it and log in. And if you put your login and you put your password in, um, they may throw up the 2FA. And what they're doing is they're acting as a go-between. You are on the fake site they in the background are sending the data to the real server and this has been a growing issue on the internet so how do you get around that well cause and effect uh, with sms and 2fa what they do is they give you the pop-up with the 2fa you post that in now wait a minute you're going to get a text message so how they handle that is they send the message, text message, to you 
and you enter it into the website for second auth and then they show you what you're supposed to see but it's really a man in the middle this study was talking about canvassing and this is the thing the newest way of tracking everybody on the internet you probably heard of cookies and maybe web beacons the new is called canvassing and what it does is and Twitter uses this and Facebook uses this but it's a question of whether the match for your login ID your computer matches the computer that's in the man in the middle in other words these are two different canvases the man in the middle is sending the data over to the server and you're on the fake website so your canvases in other words, what you are logging into and that thing that is logging into the real site don't match and doesn't match the history. So what these guys want to do, marketing wants to do, is doing canvas fingerprinting all over the internet. That's probably what funded these guys is to push canvas uh, fingerprinting across to smaller companies and used in regular security. The way these hacks work, and they are literally all over the world, and it's not just the US, it's every concern. Joe, the other, the guy that I watched his um, podcast, and I'll link him into uh, the, the show notes. When I looked at his, he was talking about a different style attack that is actually interesting. And some websites are already getting around this and or trying to get around that. And that is that if an attacker has your credential, your just your username and maybe the password, and they go to a website and they try it, the website may pop up with a uh, code to enter the last four digits of your phone number. Uh, that's a problem. But... If you go to password reset on some of these systems, uh, it'll give you the last two. Uh, so uh, with that being said, if you go to password reset and it gives you uh, two digits or any digits of the phone number, that's a place to start. Then you can look through the data brokers and see if uh, the data brokers have it or if you've used it on other forms of social media to get uh, the other four um, but here's the hitch. The hitch is now that they got the four, you're going to get the text message. And they're not necessarily running the website, doing the man in the middle of the attack. They're just attacking your account on some service. So this is the method that they use. And what they have is a bot, a robot, a program with an automated voice. And what the automated voice does is it calls the number and it says that they are from the security. This is an automated call from the security department at yourbank.com. We're sorry to, um, we have an active attack going on and they may say anything to you. And we need to prove that we are, um, communicating directly with you we're going to send you a code please put that code into 
uh, uh, back to me, so back to the system, so that we can continue the call. And the attacker then goes out to the website and sets off second auth. So you get the text message that um, ABC Bank um, is sending you a secure code, and you type it in the phone number into your phone to answer the robot, and now the attacker has your second auth. Pretty slick and scary. And I can see the elderly falling for this in droves. So, and could they have gotten in without second auth? This was the problem. They were over and over and over again. So, you know, these big companies housing fraudulent websites, that's one part of the problem. The other part of the problem is the sharing of phone numbers and having cell phone numbers on the internet. You know, there was a thing where Congress had all their cell phone numbers in the early days got posted on the internet. They passed laws stating that cell phone numbers were not allowed to be published and they were blocked for a number of years. But the big marketing companies with their lobbying power and the need of politicians to get reelected in the election cycle turned all of our information to fodder. It doesn't have to be that way. So like I said, as a line of attack for you, use separate devices for your banking stuff social media. I don't have social media on my phone. I don't have any banks on my phone. It's just a phone. It's got an email on it. Um, and you wouldn't believe how many emails I get for password resets for banks that I don't have. I get them all the time. Hmm. Go figure. Anyway, I'm Tripp. Have a great afternoon. Till next time.